Hello and welcome. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm your host, Meg Berryman, and this is the Beyond Being Well podcast. Here at the show, we are passionate about helping you, helping you build deep relationships with yourself, the earth, and others, helping you foster a deep, embodied sense of well being and empowerment, helping you slow down, work sustainably, and consume mindfully and helping you create social change from the inside out. So settle in, get cozy, and let's get straight on with the episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This is your host Meg and today we have a bit of a different episode. I hope that you and your families and your loved ones are safe and well right now. And I'm really holding each of you um, with so much love and support during these times. And I think that something that's become really obvious to me over the last week is how during times, particularly when there is isolation, um, that we can feel really alone, that we can feel like we're the only ones experiencing something or having difficult conversations or making choices or leaning into fear. It can really feel like we're all alone. But what I wanted to share in this episode is a conversation between me and my husband um, about how we were doing, a check-in that we had with each other um, and just a real and honest conversation around what's coming up for us during these times. And so I have no idea if it will have any resonance or if it's supportive at all, but I felt called to share it just in doing so knowing that... um, none of us are alone and that we're all facing these things as a collective. I also wanted to let you know that I've um, spent a couple of weeks, uh, sorry, a couple of days this week really um, digging into, digging my heels in and feeling like if I could just stay strong and keep going that everything would be okay and I think it really took uh, a bit of a collapse, a bit of a, a feeling all the things and bit of a falling apart health-wise as well for me to really lean into the wisdom that's here. And so what I've done is over the last few days, I've rebuilt my entire next quarter, like basically of offering. So for the next four months, I've put together um, options for support that feel really aligned with what's going on for us and I feel like what is really urgent is that we all regardless of whether it's in one of my spaces or not we all put in place um, both regularly scheduled things um, whether that's online circles or with friends that we just put in place as much consistency and schedule as much Um, certainty into our lives as possible so that we may have a rhythm a deep rhythm that is supporting us as we navigate whatever whatever else is going on around us um, and the energies moving through our household so I really invite you to lean into putting in place some supports now that will carry you through over the next couple of months in particular Um, and that you do that in a way that feels best for you. Um, So from my side, what feels really urgent is 
that we all come back to the deep devotion of wellness for ourselves knowing of course now that there is no disconnection between ourselves and others that our own well-being is the well-being of the collective and that now more than ever that lesson that we thought maybe we'd learned um, but that we're having to come back to is really held sorry there's just a dog going crazy over the road um so with that all being said there are three um, levels of support that i'm offering over the next four months the first one is that next wednesday the 25th of march um, at 7 30 australian eastern daylight time um, I'm offering a free online circle for frontline workers and that includes retail, aged care, healthcare, education staff, even those affected in hospitality um, to really come together and to um, lean into uh, being held for a little bit and lean into being nourished. I'll also be inviting those of you who desire to give their gratitude and thanks to those workers um, and it's free and it's online and it's on Zoom. So if you go to my Facebook page, Meg Berryman, my business page, you'll see the event there. And also the link is on my Instagram profile. Um, so that's the first layer of support. I'm going to be stepping up my support to frontline workers, um, knowing that the burden that they are carrying, the expectations that they're um, navigating in their own personal circumstances are enormous and I just feel really called to do whatever I can to support them and thank them and recognize um, what enormous um, sacrifices they're making in order to do the work that they're doing in the world. The other um, so second tier of support I guess is for those women who are desiring um, a level of support around a devotional self-care practice while we're in um, potentially in isolation but regardless of what decisions you've made for your family just knowing that um, there is a circle and online supportive space where we can come back to the basics um, and I'm going to be bringing in a whole bunch of experts around sleep and immunity and nutrition and I'm going to be putting together some yoga practices but I think the most nourishing part of that space so this program is called Grounded um, is going to be the circle where we can come together and really meet each other here and to garner the wisdom that is here for us um, and the empowerment that is available to us because as Dave and I talk about in this episode what happens when there is a lot of fear outside of us is that um, all of the things that uh, all of our all of our stuff comes up all of our shadows all of our shadow archetypes uh, all of our triggers and so having a safe place to work through that so that we may come out of this not only deeply nourished on a on a wellness level but really empowered so we're not collapsing into powerlessness um, and that program has been adapted from the burnout program um, which is really um, around working with the nervous system and repatterning our stress response and our hypervigilance. And so those tools are going to be so useful not only to survive this time, but they're lifelong tools. So that program is called Grounded. I've set up an extended payment plan. I've lowered the cost and I've upped the level of one-on-one -on -one support. 
for you guys stepping into it and it starts on April 14th and as soon as you say yes to that you're going to start to receive the energetic upgrades in your system and you're going to start to feel the holding because that's how I've built the container for you Um, you're going to start to feel the effects immediately of just knowing that there is this rhythm supporting you there is a space where you are held and where you're going to be allowed to see um social change through the lens of you diving deep into the devotion to self at this moment so that you may be of service to those who you're holding at the moment and the third tier of support is really around those who are feeling quite held and resourced and want to step up there and and there is no linearity here it's cyclical where we're going to cycle through all three layers of this regularly Um, but this is for women who um, either have a business and are looking to pivot or who are getting like intense downloads and expansive energies moving through them and you're desiring some holding um, and some support for you to translate that into service. So the first way I'm serving and supporting is through a a, a one-off session called Innovate and that is where we're going to put in place a COVID thriving plan for your life, your work, business or your family um, so that you may lean into the opportunity rather than the fear and um, that also includes four weeks of Voxer support um, so that you can implement that plan so it's one part energetics one part strategy one part um, uh, practicalities I guess um, and resourcing so That is an Innovate session. It's $300, includes four weeks of Voxer support and all of the links to these things are at my Instagram profile at Meg J Berryman um, where you can sign up, buy these sessions or um, attend the free workshops that I'm running. The last one is that I've my Unbound program, which is my business program, um, is really teaching how to do business beyond the bottom line. The women in that program are having incredible upgrades and really wow like the energy is really amazing um and what I've decided to do is to open up that space into an ongoing circle so we're calling it the pod and it's this really safe haven where business owners and entrepreneurs can come together to pivot safely to get resourced to focus on their well-being and to co-create together because what's going to happen is there's going to be an enormous opportunity in the online space coming um, and we need to be grounding ourselves, resourcing ourselves and also leaning into collaboration, um, which are all things that we've been teaching in Unbound anyway that we're really shifting the way we do business in light of this. We've been preparing for this and so I'm opening that space for women who want to join in a circle environment for four months Um, until the next round of unbound starts Um, and again I've made it as low cost as I can so it's $200 a month or an extended payment plan of $125 a month for eight months Um, and you're going to get weekly circle that you like you're getting so much value weekly circles it's actually a bit crazy now I say it out loud anyway I'm trusting that um, that there's a flow of resources for everyone in this moment um, so yeah, you get trainings and, uh, circles. Um, so that is my update. It's a long one. I thank you for listening. It's really important. I take the time to explain 
what is here in terms of support and um, and how I've pivoted and what I'll be focusing on in the next four months. So all that being said, I'm really hoping that you are nourishing yourself, you're devoting to your self-care and that you're leaning into all the brilliant opportunities we have available. If you are directly impacted, I'm holding you so much love and we within the school are sending, we've been cultivating really intense states of love um, to send out to all those directly impacted and I hope that you receive that. Um, And here is my conversation with Dave. Hey, baby. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm um, I'm glad we're having a check-in. Now the kids are asleep. It's always good to uh, finally catch up. (laughs) And record it. Do you want to just describe uh, how we're currently doing this and where you are? (laughs) You mean as of this moment? Yeah. Um, well, I'm in the car because we don't have a microphone to record um, podcasts with the two of us. So I'm on my phone uh, with my headphones, but we figured we need to separate as otherwise there might be some echo issues. Um, logistics aside, which probably doesn't interest anyone, um, yeah, it's been a pretty full-on week. Um, you know, obviously we're... We're in the the world that we live in and um, there's a lot of different things that are affecting us in different ways. So it's been a lot of adjustments and I guess coming to terms with with where we are. But I I don't – I mean, I I personally don't feel too overwhelmed and I think just really focused on on the long game, I guess. How about you? I just love how you said (laughs) – we're living in the world we're living in, like so obvious. <laughs> quite philosophical. It was really like, but it's just so general that it just means nothing. Like, it just <laughs> completely loses its meaning altogether. I mean, I we're <laughs> we live in a small town in a reasonably. Uh, remote part of the country but we can't divorce ourselves from the reality of of what's happening I think is what I was trying to say I hear you yeah that makes sense that's a much more apt description of of what's happening (laughs) um so the girls are asleep and Mm -hmm. um I don't know I thought maybe we could do what we do every night um, mm-hmm. but a little earlier and do our uh, bottom three and top three. And I wonder whether you want to share how this process came about and, and what it is before we start. Uh, sure. Um, I think we've spoken about it before, but um, no one's probably paying close enough attention. Um, T3, B3, top three, bottom three, um, it basically just gives us a little bit of structure to check in with each other um to to address the concerns we have but also to focus on some of the things that we're we're grateful for and optimistic about as well um and i think it's good for both of us because particularly at the end of a a long day um it it can sometimes be hard to have that checking conversation so having a bit of a a routine and ritual and structure around it can can make it a lot easier i think Mm. Well, it started because um, 
when I married you, I was like, wow, I've, I've married. You've got to stop moving around too, baby. I love you. But um, no, yeah. the, the headphones make scratching sounds. Um, when I married you, I was like, wow, I've either married a Buddhist monk or someone who's deeply repressed. But I didn't say that. But I was like, he's just so zen. Like he's just so calm. But then I think at a certain point in our relationship, I desired more emotional intimacy and I think we came up with this way for both of us um, like to like because we complement each other I guess me to bring you out of your internal world where you like to reside particularly in chaos and me to have a way of um, sharing in a coherent and succinct fashion all the things mm-hmm. and I think that's how it started, no? Yeah, I think I think that's right. Um, I mean, you you definitely instigated this, which I'm uh, eternally grateful for. Um, but yeah, I think that's right, and it and it serves us both really. It does. I just put myself on mute because the train's coming past. Oh. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I love this. Okay, so do you want to start with your B3? Maybe we'll do both our B3s and then our T3s after that. Do you want B3 for the day or do you want B3 for uh, the world we live in? I think just generally, like your Bs, how you're feeling today. Yeah. Um, uh, B, um, I guess... Um, I guess vulnerable thinking sort of long-term about what um, what isolation and economic slowdown sort of means for us as a family. Um, and there's opportunities in that which we'll talk about, but um, there's some just direct day-to-day uncertainties, particularly over the next sort of three or four months um, in terms of just regular income and paying bills and um, uh, and obviously health of, of friends and family and, you know, ourselves. Um, so I, I think that's, that's probably the most prominent thing. I'm, I'm sure it's quite universal. Um, we are quite privileged to be where we are and, and to be to have the buffers that we do. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely a hard time um, thinking thinking ahead and, and what might be on the horizon. Um, and I guess that's that's sort of human nature as well to, to focus on those sort of threats and um, those challenges. Um, be. Just really feeling for the people on the sort of front line, I guess, of of um, confronting the, the challenges that we, the community and society, are facing, and you know, particularly the health health workers and um, the teachers, the daycare, um, the daycare workers, and. Um, yeah, I just it's it's really shit, and um, they're they're very vulnerable. I think 
you know, particularly from daycare um, as far as income goes and still having to show up and, and try and um, hold space for so many people and um, getting sort of buffered a small size. And even, you know, um, people working in stores and shops and the and coals getting harassed and abused. And, yeah, it's... And hospitality sure. staff, you know, like yeah, hugely being affected and 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 really just like I hate to say it, but you know the women, mm. <laughs> you know the low income earning mm-hmm. teachers and um, healthcare workers and you know those in hospitality that are that are just furiously cleaning surfaces because. Mm what it has become is like a blame thing, you know, like where is mm. it going to start from and who is it to mm. blame? And it's like, and and I've just seen it in, you know, us providing some support for the staff at a kids' daycare, whether they're there or not, like we can still support them. And I think it's just seeing the stress that they're under with the imminent threat of like, well, if 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 there is a case, then you know heads are going to roll, and I just mm. I just fucking hate that that's where we are as a collective, you know. Mm. Because mm. really, how far do you want to trace it back to? Like, mm. do you know what I mean? <laughs> mm. Where can you lay blame? And I think that is human nature, but I also really feel for the people that are receiving the projections of other people's fear. Mm. Yeah, sorry to butt in. Anyway, keep going. No, that's. It's so true. Um, the, um, uh, I think just uh, there's, I'll talk to MIT's, um, there's opportunity, huge opportunity in, um, in bringing life closer to home and being more present with everyone in the, the closest vicinity to us. But, it's also really challenging parenting um, in isolation and um, disconnected from people and supports around us, and um, and you know you've got a oh, we've got a fifteen month old and a four year old, and it's um, uh, it's it's really full time, um, and it doesn't allow a lot of space for us to do anything else physically or emotionally so um but like i said there's there's an opportunity in that but um there's definitely a day-to-day grind as well which um which i, I imagine a lot of people are feeling and and probably there are ages that are more challenging what we've got as well particularly like to be a new mum or um you know, have a, really, a really little one um if you Really or, an, or an immunosuppressed baby or a sick baby, you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. That would be really hard. Also, I think um, there is a, there must be a degree of mothers out there like finally rubbing their hands with glee that uh, fathers uh, are now getting a feel for what it feels like. <laughs> like as mm. you were speaking, I was like, yeah, it is really hard. Um, mm. But I think the challenge is that we're also trying to work around it mm-hmm. um and that is tough for sure mm. and and um, they've got energies moving through their little bodies like they're not they're super intuitive and super open and super connected to spirit and they're not silly like we can try and protect them uh mm. from the ins and outs but 
and and provide a safe calm place but they know and they're um Mm. you know even like Millie wanting to play doctors all the time at the moment you know it's Mm. like our our doctor's game is is fairly violent too at this stage uh but that's how she's moving it through her body and and processing what she knows is going on Mm. from yeah from conversations and and whatever so it is full on yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't recommend our four-year-old's crazy doctor. Um, I wouldn't refer anyone to her um, for treatment. Tell me about your bees. She, I love how she was saying it's it's a horrible operation. <laughs> like as she's sitting on top of your head on like a wheelie scooter. Mm. Um, but just the words horrible operation. I also am just reflecting on like how nice it is to talk to you on the phone because um, – we kind of, I, I I actually attribute our phone conversations to the health and longevity of our marriage because not long after we met and started dating, you went to Timor for five months and we'd only been together for three. So you were actually away for longer than we'd been together. And even though you'd accidentally proposed to me before you went, um, we I'm just not even gonna correct you anymore. <laughs> Go on. Um we like this is how we got to know each other on a really intimate mm. level. And I think, you know, having just finished binge watching Love is Blind on Netflix, there is really something to be said for sometimes not having face to face conversations because it's easier to really get to the heart of what's here you know Mm. without the distraction or the other person's energy field or having to look them in the eye or you know of the defense things that we learn like I think really that's how we build the foundation of our relationship that's held us through a lot of ups and downs do you agree Mm. yeah I definitely agree Mm. So you're like, but I don't want to continue having this conversation. Thing. Can you please get on with it? And no, I was just, um, <laughs> you gave me strict instructions for it to be a, a tight conversation. Yeah, uh, this is why I love you. You, you, went, you went off on a Timor and um, uh, yeah, a Timor relationship uh, segue, but I love you for it. Yeah, well, it's, you know, you are the yin to my yeah, and the constriction to my expansion and how we work, <laughs> that's how we roll. Um, my bees. So what's here today? I think the last two days for me uh, the fear has um, started to kick in around the financial side for me as a sole trader and um, as as my income in the family makes um, the money that we used to buy food I mean the positive being there's no food to buy (laughs) being we you know we need money and just with the timing of my course cycle and um and I'll go into it in my tease about how I'm addressing that but yeah I just I think the last few days I've been leaning in and out of that fear and and processing it whilst also feeling it and really focusing on checking in with my people in my community, particularly those Mm. in my groups and those who I one-on-one coach and those who I have one-on-one coached in the past and really spending a lot of my time just 
uh, been a touchstone for them and just checking in and saying I'm thinking of them and friends as well. And so I think that's how I've been working with it is just continuing to serve. But um, I think it would be remiss of me to say that income-wise there will be a slowdown and I, I think that will be met with a, a, a more of an uptake coming out of the initial crisis phase. But, yeah, I'm certainly feeling that today. Um, I think I've said to you I, what I'm finding really triggering and painful is, um, and I'm sure I'm doing it myself, so there's no judgment here at all, but just how we're as a community turning on each other um, rather than mm. supporting each other, like it, re- like it brings tears into my eyes because I, I hold such a high value on uh, fairness and on um, giving people the benefit of the doubt and understanding that everyone's doing the absolute best that they can in the circumstances that they're in, mm. in a vacuum of really clear expectations and um, and and we've never done this before, you know. So like, how do we? how do we not have compassion for ourselves when we've never done this before? You know, this is like new times. There's still a lot of trauma around in the community from January. And um, I'm just noticing that, of course, even the judgment um, and the greed and the fear, like it's all coming from a complete survival place and, and, a, and a desire to control something that we can't control um, by trying to control other people. But I think um, it, it, it breaks my heart a little, you know, um, to think that that's what the girls see. And, um, yeah, I think, I think that. And, and then, like you said, the, they're just really feeling for the vulnerable people, those directly impacted, and we're all directly impacted, but there are those that are, you know, crises like this always exacerbate inequality and there are those that are homeless and those that have no jobs and those that have no safety net. And, you know, they saw in China that there was a triple, uh, domestic violence tripled uh, with isolation. And so I'm just really feeling that in the collective and and knowing that that's really human to feel the collective pain um, and finding ways to feel it and process it and ritualize it and then come back into service is really where I'm at. Um, I think that's my bottoms. And, yeah, I I think physically like I have a sore throat tonight and it's hard not to go into a panic about it. Don't look at my search history. Don't look at my Google search history. Um, I think I know that I'm just run down um, and I'm not in it. I'm not alarmed, but uh, it poses a whole lot of questions about mm. um, about lots of things, you know. Yeah. And I think what's happening is there's it's like these layers of transition as we all adjust. Um, and I think you and I have put in place today some really good things for the next few months and plans. Like we, we just set aside today to do that and to take care of some admin things. And I feel much better tonight having done that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, there's no, there's no fucking rule book here, you know, and 
I think I'm feeling that. Yeah. Mm. Have you been surprised, like you, you disappointed with how some people are sort of responding, like empathetic, but disappointed? Are you surprised by it or? or um, it- I'm not disappointed. I don't even think that's the word because uh, I am, I really understand it. Yeah. And, and, and and I would be doing things, you know, like I've noticed things that seem completely unrelated to what's going on, noticing myself doing things that I know are related but I'm pretend, but don't seem related, if you know what I mean. So, like, you know, just how we are with the kids and um, just having less patience for things and just a mild level agitation. Like, you know, that's, that's how my system is feeling. Um, uh, so I, I really understand. I'm not disappointed. I just, it's triggering to me. Like it brings up a lot of anger and frustration and, um, but also a lot of fuel to, to provide tools that, so we may stay safe and in our bodies and also just holding spaces where all of that has an outlet, you know, so it's not directed at other people because I think what happens is when we repress it somewhere, it comes out in another place. So we're repressing it in our work and like trying to hold it all together there. It's going to come out at our kids or so I think there needs to be safe outlets and places for that frustration and fear and um, and that that's really normal. And I think what we're seeing is the very fact that there aren't those safe places for people to be met where they can say, this is where I'm feeling and this is what I'm afraid of and this is, you know, mm. is that what we're seeing is the natural response of that in a late stage capitalist society, you know, Mm. we're doing all Mm. the things we've been taught to do in fear and crisis. And that um, I think is more or more a call to action to provide safe places, even within our family for doing check-ins like this Mm. and extra check-ins with our co-workers and more connection and more spaces to without needing to fix or correct anything just be like yeah it's really shit right now <laughs> you know hmm. yeah um have you been surprised I, uh no i've i've been i've been sadly unsurprised i think i mean it just I guess given some of my work has been in conflict and violence and some of the worst of human nature, I'm not um, I'm not surprised by what people can do and, and how people act when they are under threat and vulnerable. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely frustrated by it. But going back to what you said, um, I just I need to make this joke so we can move on. Um, I'm not disappointed. I'm just triggered. I think is a great T-shirt, <laughs> um, and um, it's a good segue to to thinking about some more positive things. So, should we do our teas? We should do our teas. But I also want to just because it's really important that I think us sitting here in our privilege. I don't. I don't think what we're getting across is that we're judging other people. I think. Mm what is triggering is that that part lives in all of us, right? Mm. What is triggering about it is that we're all having that reaction and I'm just seeing it expressed. Mm. 
and that's what's triggering. And so, you know, even a moment like I went to get a loaf of bread and there was no fucking bread and, and, and that moment of like, oh, but I was having the exact same response as the people that had bought all the bread. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like there's no, there's, um, as my beautiful friend Marion Rose always says, there's not like power, power over is um, the natural response to, to powerlessness. So mm. we're oscillating wildly between those two states, right, of trying mm. to get control and so exerting power over our, our situation to then going into powerlessness to then bouncing back. And so what is triggering me is that people are showing me the parts of myself that are most afraid that are being expressed and that's mm. what's triggering and frustrating mm. for me because I would mm. rather just not feel that discomfort, <laughs> you mm. know. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I, just, I don't want it to come across as like we're sitting here on our on our fucking righteous high horse judging other people's behaviour because it's all so yeah. Painful. Yeah, it's so true. And um, if we didn't have the privilege that we we do have, um, who's to say we won't be doing that for the same thing? So um, yeah, it's it's certainly we certainly are in no place to judge. I just drank out a nails water bottle and there was something feral in there. So, anyway, let's move on to our teas. Could have just not shared that. Um, <laughs> um, teas, uh, I think, can we do um, back and forth teas? Because I don't yeah. know if I'm going to um, be coherent enough for three in a row. Um, tea one, um, I'm, I'm really... I'm I'm really hopeful and optimistic about the opportunity that is presented to us as a global community, as a as a nation state, as a community, as a you know, um, as a group of individuals, um, because this is a really systemic challenge to you know a generation or you know 60 or 80 years of consumerism and capitalism and individualism and um uh i think you had you'd heard this last night which resonated it's like it's taken this long for the earth to find something to push back against um you know the um the destructive impact that humans have in some ways and um it's not to not to make light of it or or just um um be be overly simplistic about it because the, the personal impacts are massive and huge and deeply deeply affecting and dangerous and all the rest but from this all it's it's a call for action at a at a global systems level and also at an individual level and you're talking about that the things that we can do as individuals um within our families for our friends for our communities and um bringing it back to to that idea that unless we're all working together um this this just isn't gonna go away and um that's 
that's really powerful, I think. So that's that's the key. What was that? I'm losing my um my coherence a bit. So correct me if that didn't make sense. No, it made perfect sense. It's really nice. I'm just um I think my tea is like just having the privileges that we do, you know, our house, mm. which is a safe haven away from the city and <clears throat> quote close contact with other people and mm. um just looking at the sun setting over the hill and, you know, it's such a beautiful time of year and it's not lost on me that the sun is still rising and setting every day and the plants are still growing and the leaves are still turning. And I think in this time it's it can be, it can feel like time's a bit suspended and just being out in nature is reminding me of, of, of the fact that every day is another day that we get through. This is a collective and that... Um, and that we do have to just come back to the day-to-day and looking back, you know, four or five months from now, it will, it will feel like this sting will be there, I'm sure. Um, we'll be feeling things in other ways, but, you know, the sun's still rising and setting and I think I'm really grateful to see that and be in the gum trees and, um, and like, have our herbs in our garden. We've been drinking a lot of tea with thyme and other herbs in it and, just I um, spend a lot of time this week in the garden um yeah and I'm just really grateful for our environment tonight I think and mm. um and like you guys and our little team that we have here you know we drive each other up the wall when we're all together but it's also like really nice and I loved playing with you guys tonight and yeah, and then that moment when the girls go to bed and it's just, yeah, I'm really grateful for that tonight. Was that number else? one? That was just a combination. <laughs> I'm getting so tired. <laughs> speaks it was to, like combination noodles, like it had all the things. It's 100% speaks to our personalities. Um, I'm like rigidly trying to stick to <laughs> This structure that we have, and <laughs> you just give me um, verses of feelings. Um, Do you want me to keep going? You no. go, and then I'll go. Oh no! Oh no! You go, um, and then I'll go, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh yeah. I think we've spoken a bit about it before, but I'm just very grateful and appreciative of, and you've touched on already that I guess the life that we've created and. Um, yeah, I mean, both in terms of the physical location and the garden and the animals and all the rest, but but also that we've worked hard to be comfortable in our space and with each other and, and with ourselves as well. And, um, you know, that's certainly um, a huge challenge. And, you know, I was complaining the other night about, you know, what, I have no um, no numbing sort of strategy because all the sports and sports news has, has um, ceased. So I'm suspended in my own um, in my own thoughts and feelings of yeah myself and everyone else. So um, I'm grateful that we've we've worked hard to to come much more into that um, to have. Um, experience from working from home and and being flexible um, because it, it is the future as well and 
um, that's that's no bad thing that we're we're coming back into ourselves um, as as individuals and as as families and as communities. So yeah, grateful for that. Mm, that's a really good point. I feel like you and I have been training for this for six years. You know, really, uh, we've been in training for this moment, and now it's not a huge adjustment at all because we've already reoriented around the things that matter most and and um, lots of white mm. time in our schedules. And mm. yeah, I think what I'm missing is but it, sorry, people. Sorry, can I just say it is really hard though. Like I don't want to, like it's taken us a, a long time and it's still Six hard. Years. So yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's really true. And I'm I'm really missing my community, like just hanging like hang out with other mums and um yeah, I think we should organise some virtual play dates soon. But mm. yeah, it, it is hard. I think I'm grateful for my flexibility and my ability to pivot in crisis um like it took me a good four days of putting my head down and belligerently saying you know because I'd just spoken at seven sisters about burnout and I was all revved up about burnout and and took me four days of like belligerently being like the plan will not change with my business to really allow myself to feel the full force of the fear and the panic in the collective and within myself and coming to a point of like okay we're pivoting you know and it's not a huge pivot because what I keep coming back to is the grace that every conversation I've had in the last six months, every relationship, every coach that I've worked with has all been preparing me for this moment. And even the supports that I have in place at the moment around the coaches I'm working with, I have no idea how I'm going to fucking pay them, but I'm, I've got the support, you know, that I needed in this moment and the right people around me. And even down to the conversations I've been having about consulting work and, and where I was feeling like we were going as a collective, it's just sped up. So, um, and even the fact I was going to run the burnout course, you know, it's all about coming back to the basics and coming back to an embodied sense of groundedness and not allowing stress and fear stress hormones and fear to burn ourselves out and I feel like that wisdom is so needed and the timing was perfect you know so I'm just really grateful for for my own capacity to learn and grow and pivot and evolve um just like an entrepreneur is born to do you know and I think that Mm. you've already alluded to it that for online business for coaches for consultants for people that are going to assist in the building of the bridge between the old and the world, the old world and the new world, then those industries are going to be really well placed. And so I feel really optimistic about the future and about supporting other women to be part of that future and to be part of that, those highly trained ninjas supporting that building of that bridge, you know, which is what I've been teaching and coaching on for a while. So I feel really like just seeing the grace in it all and and the divine timing and being really grateful for that and myself the inner resources that I've worked really fucking hard to cultivate like this would have undone me four four or five years ago you know like I would have been paralyzed and I'm just witnessing my own growth and evolution in that so uh that sounded a bit self-centered, didn't it? But I'm, I am. I'm celebrating myself mm. in this moment. Mm. And 
I'm a bit too tired to be injured tonight, but I'm really grateful for that in you too, both professionally and, and personally, that adaptability and resilience and um, ability to, I guess, come into where we are. You know, we, we go about in different ways. I'm, you're very strategic and um, embodying your feelings and understanding what it means and where we need to go. Whereas I'm, you know, it's strengthening as well, but um, very still and calm and accepting of where I am, wherever I am. Um, but that can also lead to um, um, being quite passive and um, in action as well. So, you know, we complement each other in that, in that way. Um, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm grateful that we we have our health and those around us are still healthy, um, and yeah, I think just grateful for um, for the well being we have in ourselves and with those around us. So um, that's not the case for a lot of people around the world so yeah grateful for that and and that goes for um for COVID-19 but also all of the world's afflictions in conflict and um and poverty and marginalization and um there's a lot of um social as well as health pandemics at the moment so grateful for what we are mm. Thanks, Bay, and thanks for coming to chat with me. Thank you. Um, should I stay in the car or come back in? You can come back in now. Okay. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.